Welcome back to Lex Perspective, where we talk perspective, purpose, and passion. My name is Lex, and today is November 3rd, 2020, Election Day. As I sit here in my apartment in downtown DC, buildings and businesses across the city are being boarded up with plywood, and the sounds of sirens are coming from police cars and helicopters making their way across the city, preparing for the inevitable civil unrest to come from tonight's election. I'm personally feeling many things, anxious, overwhelmed, uncertain, and also very nostalgic to where I was this time four years ago. Four years ago, I was 18 years old. I was a freshman in college, attending a PWI right here in DC, eager and ready to emerge into my career and path into the field of journalism. But all that was put on pause on the night on that November night in November of 2016, when Donald Trump was elected into office. I remember feeling hopeless. I remember crying and feeling angry and frustrated and asking myself over and over again, how and why could this happen? Why did this happen? Who allowed this to happen? I just remember the anger and hopelessness that I felt on that night. And I have shared those same feelings today as I think about, as I can't even honestly process the thought of another four years under this administration, as the past four years have been filled with oppression and tyranny, bigotry, hate crimes have spiked across the nation. All four years of my undergrad experience, there was a hate crime, a racial hate crime on campus. In my hometown, back in South Jersey, Blue Lives Matter flags have been hung on porches and on lawns. Confederate flags swung as white supremacy has been condoned under this administration. Kids have been placed in cages. I've shed many tears to the fallen lives lost to police brutality, the fallen black lives, as police budgets continue to skyrocket and police continue to mobilize and militarize across the nation. I attended many protests and rallies, crying out for basic human and civil rights that this administration has made so many attempts to deprive. But one thing's for sure, while I would never wish this four years to repeat itself, and if I could go back and turn the clocks back, I would for sure to bring back all the lives and the pain that have been a result of this administration. But we can't unwind the clocks, we know that. We can't go back in time, we can't change history. We can only learn from it. And what I'm learning is that in the face of adversity and struggle and pain, now more than ever, we need to stand firm in our voices and our powers and fight for justice is now or never because so many lives are depending on change and we can't just simply vote on november 3rd and put the fate and future of our nation in the hands of politicians we have to be actively a part of the change and i've learned that these past four years I've learned how to fight for justice. I've learned how to cry out for change. 
I've learned how to stand firm as a young black woman in spaces that traditionally weren't built and designed for me. I stood in many congressional hearings filled with white men making decisions that will largely impact our future. I interned on Capitol Hill during the impeachment trials, witnessing our democracy falling right before our faces. But as I said, I learned how to find my voice and my power in these times, and you can too. Because it's easy to feel powerless and hopeless in times like this, when there's so much divisiveness and hate and bigotry throughout the nation. But don't lose hope. I know it's easy, and I know it's the reflex reaction to all of this, but I'm calling on you to just stand firm in your pursuit of justice and continue carrying the torch because our ancestors and all the people that preceded us did not fight for us to come to this moment and give up. We've made so much progress and we cannot give up. We can't lose our drive and our hustle. And I refuse to let go of mine. So I hope that this tyrannical administration will come to a close tonight. But regardless, I'm not giving up. I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done fighting. As long as someone is in bondage, as long as someone is subjected to marginalization, as long as my people are suffering, I'm not done fighting. I'm never going to give up. And I am imploring you all to do the same, to keep carrying the torch, to keep exercising your civic duties and showing up and applying the pressure because white supremacy wants us to give up. Injustice wants us to give up. Bigotry wants us to throw in the towel, but we're not going to, we're not done. Because regardless of the outcome of this election, we have a fight ahead of us. Obviously that fight will be much greater in magnitude if Donald Trump is reelected, but regardless, we have a fight ahead of us and we need to keep going and carrying the torch. And that is exactly what we're gonna do. And here I am in 2020, I'm no longer that hopeless 18 year old sitting in her dorm room uncertain. I'm 22, I'm a law student living in downtown DC and I'm ready, I'm ready. I hope the system's ready for me. I don't think they are. I don't think they are ready for me because I am invigorated now more than ever with a hunger and thirst for justice and a determination to fight these oppressive institutions that allow Donald Trump to become president. So find your hunger, find your thirst, tap into it and keep going because we have a fight ahead of us and we're not letting up anytime soon. So I send my greatest wishes of peace and love to you all. Please protect your peace during these times. Keep yourself safe. Stay out the way as much as possible. Stay close to family and friends. And remember the fight will continue and that we have the power. Power is in the people. Never forget that. Peace and love. And I will see you or you will hear me in the next episode. Bye now.